0: Plans for a new waterfront biotech hub downtown were released over the weekend, adding to a series of developments aimed at drawing more tech jobs to the city center. It's called the San Diego Research and Development District, and it would be built along the San Diego Bay between Broadway and Harbor. The developers envision a lab-filled campus, complete with beautiful bay views and ground floor retail. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego Newsfix. Jen Van Grove, who cuther growth and development for the San Diego Union Tribune, and this is yet another big development that's happening downtown. It seems like they're all happening at once. When do you explain how did this deal come to be?
1: You no, know, this is a really especially interesting deal because it has to do with a piece of property that's been in limbo and tied up in lawsuits for two decades um and so this property in between broadway and harbor about 13 acres in total um it dates all the way to 1992 when the navy um it's currently federal federal land and the Navy and the city entered into a development agreement in 1992, which set the parameters of what could be built here. Then Manchester Financial Group um, came into the picture and they won a long-term lease through the Navy uh, for 99 years in 2006. So that was 14 years ago, um, they've managed to build the navy, the new Navy headquarters um, that they just completed that. The Navy's going to move in next month. But other than that, nothing on this massive site has really been built. There's been infrastructure work, um, permitting, all sorts of stuff. But otherwise, this, the site has been left pretty dormant. And so IQHQ has come in. They're this um, biotech life science focused REIT. Uh, So this is what they do. They buy properties, they turn them into these really um, pimped out, I probably shouldn't say that, that's dating me to MTV. Um, They turn them into these uh, really fancy lab spaces that are designed for um, kind of next gen life science workers. And the idea is to you know, make them really cool spaces and charge really high rents. And, you know, apparently because of COVID life science space is in hot demand. So they're not worried about any sort of risk here, but they're they're coming in, they're buying two thirds essentially of this site. Um, And let's see, what does that come out to? Yeah. About uh, a little more than eight acres Mm -hmm. and they're going to do a very office centric development on these eight acres it's it's eight or it's five different blocks and they are they're really going to go after a life science crowd like you said they're calling it the san diego research and development district um yeah and there's there's so many other details and oh by the way san diego research and development district is short for rad so they're calling it the rad and
0: Got to have a good acronym for these kind of projects. We will see how
1: rad it is, but there is a lot of excitement around this project because of um, who's behind IQHQ. So we can get into that too, if you want.
0: Yeah. Your story, I mentioned Alan Gold. How much of a big deal is this guy?
1: He's huge. Um, In talking to downtown pundits and real estate people, um, everyone credits Alan Gold for essentially creating this category of life science specific real estate. Um, and so he, he started a a number of really important companies. Uh, he sold a a previous company, Biomed Realty to Blackstone for eight, eight billion dollars when, when including debt. He also was one of the founding partners of Alexandria, uh, uh, real estate and Alexandria and Biomed Realty like compete for that same market. So everyone kind of looks to him as like the seer, in life science real estate if alan gold builds it they will come is kind of the mentality and since alan gold believes in downtown the thinking is well downtown which has never been known for biotech can now be biotech if alan Gold's doing it all these big pharmaceutical companies and some of our big san diego companies they'll either move from the utc area downtown or they'll expand or we'll get some sort of out of town prospect that's never, that's never been here in San Diego, but, but everyone thinks if Alan Gold can do it or if it's going to be done, it's going to be Alan Gold that does it. That's how I should phrase it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And how different is this plan from what was originally envisioned for the Manchester Pacific gateway? Because it seems like the entire waterfront has been, you know, on the cusp of transformation. And, you know, once things started to happen down there, the ball finally started moving.
1: So I think conceptually we're talking about two completely different plans here. So I think conceptually the Manchester Pacific gateway project was really, you know, maybe tourism oriented, So Manchester in this deal is keeping two blocks, one of which has to be a 1.9-acre park. The other has to be like a hotel convention center or convention space um, parcel. So those are all per the development agreement I mentioned. Um, but the rest of the project that IQHQ is taking over, uh, they're they're doing office and it's very specific office. So whereas Manchester, he was going to have to do office as well, office and retail. There there wasn't necessarily this cohesion of of um, life science focus. So with IQHQ, they're talking about a life science city. So the retail would complement the office and lab space. Whereas under the Manchester plan, it was really very tourism-centric. So we're talking about two different worlds, even though the land uses, because of the development agreement, are pretty identical.
0: Mm-hmm. And is there any kind of uh, other developments you can kind of compare this one to in other cities? or?
1: So yes and no. I would say it falls into this trend of what these um, you know, these life science uh, uh, real estate investment trusts will tell you is that in big cities like Boston and San Francisco, you have these biotech clusters that are in the suburbs, and those clusters have been completely built out, and there is no more space. And so, if you look at what's happening in Boston, there, and even in um, the Bay Area, they're moving out of the suburbs and towards the water, which. The water is obviously a big drop for employees and workers. And so these companies are either expanding their presence or starting new HQs in like the city proper. And so IQHQ thinks that San Diego is on on the cusp of a very similar trajectory. In San Diego, you have your Carlsbad cluster, but you have really the UTC cluster. And really there is no more space in that area. So they are right on that front. But so far, Life Science biotech has been reluctant to move downtown but IQHQ is coming in they're planting a flag and they're saying no it's going to happen and we're gonna we're gonna be the ones to make it happen
0: mm-hmm. and what caused this renewed focus on biotech downtown like you kind of mentioned it with you know just running out of space but it seems like there are many more forces moving here in san diego
1: i think there's a lot of forces so IQHQ, they said they came into this deal, they approached Manchester right when COVID hit. And so, I, you know, you can read into that a little bit and say, like, they clearly saw that there was an opportunity uh, to, to really take advantage of a market in demand. So research and development requires research and development space. It requires lab space. So you can't do, you know, vaccine trials you can't do anything like that in a standard office building. You have to have a very specific type of office. So IQHQ they raised, um, I believe, back in February, seven hundred and seventy million dollars, um, and they're currently raising even more. Um, and they they clearly have the the notion that they can raise pretty much as much money as they want to put into this. So they saw the opportunity to kind of come in and take this property off of Manchester's hands um, and. Truthfully, this was an off-market transition, or mm-hmm. transaction, sorry, which means IQHQ approached Manchester. They did the deal privately. But Manchester had been out openly searching for a buyer before, and and they were trying to sell the entire properties. Is my understanding, they've never said that publicly, but in talking to other developers who have um, looked at that particular site, and, and even I, IQHQ kind of alluded to it in my uh, discussions with Tracy Murphy, who's their president over there. Um, so Manchester was trying to get rid of this property. They did not have a buyer. Then IQHQ came in around, around when COVID got pretty serious. And then that's, that's when things really heated up, but it's, it's obviously the market forces of life science and, and research being so important to society right now.
0: Mm-hmm, certainly. And uh, this also has some plans for, you know, first floor retail. So if you're not a a tech worker, you still get to kind of enjoy the buildings. Can you describe the plan for that?
1: Yeah, so there is a minimum requirement of retail per the development agreement. Um, I can't recall the number off the top of my head, but it's a substantial amount. And what what Tracy Murphy with with IQHQ told me is that they're going to do two stories of retail, I believe, through all five of their buildings. So they're planning um, five buildings four of which are mid-rise one is a high rise and this is all because of building height restrictions for the development agreement but on the first two levels it's going to be retail they want they want you know some sort of specialty grocer maybe more you know more than one specialty grocer they want a lot of food and beverage and if you look at the rendering that we have in the middle of the story online you can see kind of a a two-tiered restaurant overlooking the san diego bay they really want uh, they want amenities, which include the food and beverage that keep people on site. So if it's a life science city, it's got to be a place where workers can come to work. And then after work is over, they go get a drink, they go get dinner, they go grocery shopping, they hang out with their friends. They really kind of hang out in this particular area and not just go home. But but essentially, I think the the hope, too, is that they're appealing to people who already live downtown. And so that would make this particular project even more attractive um, to hang out in after hours because you're, you're already close to your home in theory.
0: Yeah, it seems like we're kind of moving away from the idea of like a walled off campus like some tech companies have been in the past.
1: Yeah, you know, I think one really, well, some of this, we have to give credit to the city of San Diego in 1992. They, they created some very specific um, plans for this site. And one such um, plan is, a north to south passageway through the entire development site from Broadway to Harbor, connecting um, Broadway to Seaport Village that the public has to have access to. So there will be a, a huge like green space, open space component here, um, and IQHQ is going to have to be mindful of that and and creating a space where life science workers and just the general public want to be. And I get the impression that they do want to create that. I I get the impression that. Um, You know, creating creating a very uh, pedestrian friendly, bike friendly environment is a priority for them because it matches what they think life science workers want from an office environment right now.
0: Mm -hmm. And uh, finally, can you give us a sense of a timeline? When are we going to hear about, you know, interested companies moving in and when will groundbreak and stuff like that?
1: I get the impression, I don't have any news to report on that front yet, but I get the impression that the firm IQHQ is already in talks to to lease the site. And the reason that they can do that is A, they've closed on this transaction. So they closed on Friday. Um, and also, they have all the entitlements they need because this property has had such a very long history because it's federal land. Um, they're coming in and they're buying a fully entitled development site, so the 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 amount of um, work that they have to do as far as paperwork is going to be greatly uh, shortened. So the the what they have to do moving forward is they have sort of plan checks with the city as they get closer to you know full. Uh, completion of their construction drawings and that kind of stuff. So there is these city checks that are built in, but for the most part, they are able to, they're able to hit the ground running. So they can start marketing this project. They have a very clear idea that they want to open a portion of it in 2023, for instance. So that's not, I think summer 2023 even. So we're talking two and a half years. They want to have, you know, some big name, um, pharmaceutical companies here perhaps. And I, I like I said I do get the impression that they're in talks as far as leasing goes and we'll have to we'll have to see how that plays out. This week they're they're talking about doing a groundbreaking, though it's more of a infrastructure groundbreaking. They can do they can do site work. They can do you know shovels in the ground, but they can't build up just yet. But they want to move fast. They're they they have the money, they're ready to go. They're not sitting on this. This is not something that we're gonna see um languished the way the site has kind of languished um, over the past 15 20 years.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting to see downtown just on the cusp of this massive transformation. It's going to be really nice when we finally get back.
1: And fun for me too. It's like a lot of it's a lot of exciting work to cover as as more and more projects uh, get underway downtown.
0: All right. Jennifer Van Grove. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. If you're curious about how Greater San Diego is working toward building a new future after the pandemic and protest, listen to the UT's Luis Cruz on Together San Diego. Join in on conversations with activists, nonprofits, and companies who are finding out ways this moment can change San Diego for the better. Listen in on Facebook. For a guide to all of our live streaming programming, check out the schedule on UnionTrib.com. Until next time.